0: Dear plugged in you in on this toyota's versatile suvs roll up their sleeves and take on tough jobs dress up for a night out or haul your family and friends with their spacious interiors and they're available with some real sweet tech want a hybrid suv oh yeah they got those too all with a slew of standard features so you won't break the bank get the juice at toyota.com folks
1: visit your front range toyota stores today toyota let's go places
2: and blue sunset
0: from the DNVR Bar on the corner of Colfax and York on a beautiful day in the Mile High City. And a beautiful day on the show, Zach. Ah, it is a beautiful day on the show. Be beautiful.
3: Boise State Broncos. We've got their defensive coordinator, Spencer Danielson, joining us in just a couple of minutes to talk about JL Skinner, one of the two defensive players from Boise
0: State drafted this year. Let's go. Let's go. Excited to talk to him. Excited to hear what he has to say Uh, and excited to learn a little bit more about JL Skinner, who's kind of like a, I don't know. Uh, Hank has me moving him up the rankings of players I'm excited about.
1: I'm very excited. Like he's just so big. Like he's just so big. Like you look at him and he doesn't belong out there with the guys he's playing against, which means he probably doesn't have the best habits, but He's going to fit in. He might even look big for
3: the NFL level. Like you'd think he would yeah.
1: as a six foot four safety.
3: I'll tell you what. So at rookie minicamp, what the Broncos had, what two weeks ago, uh, we got to go into the locker room to talk to these rookies, and I saw JL across the way. He was walking across, but no one was talking to him. So I was like, "Is that is that not JL?" I'm like, "That looks just like him." But when he got to me, I was like, "This." might not be him because he's just so unbelievably tall and certainly it was jl i mean he is just so big that henry you're right not just big for college and sometimes you see six four listed from a college bio and they're actually six two and a half but you want to list them bigger no he is all of six four and what's just so crazy is you think a kareem jackson is a hard-hitting uh safety that that strikes fear in people which he is Mm -hmm. He's 5'11", 185, so imagine a a similar type of player that's half a foot Mm -hmm. taller and has the opportunity to get, like, 40 pounds heavier than Kareem?
0: I mean, yeah, legitimately. Um, He is huge, and he plays like it, too. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. he has certainly learned that his size is a weapon and has learned how to use that into his advantage, and it's why he's an nfl draft pick
1: yep he looks like he's trying to hurt people like when you watch him play it looks like he's just out there trying to cause chaos which for a strong safety is exactly what you want
0: again yeah like on twitter that might not play um but in <laughs> football practices that's yeah. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it
3: it absolutely does. And also that just kind of brings that natural dog instinct to the field, because when someone plays like that, it likely is going to lead to that mentality. And we talk about that 2015 Super Bowl defense dogs all over the field. I mean, it was a scary defense play, not just because they were good but because you feared them. And that's exactly what JL Skinner is bringing to the Broncos. And I believe we are set with Boise State's defensive coordinator, Spencer Danielson, joining the show to talk to us about JL. And thank you so much, coach, for joining us. And when you've been at Boise State for all four years with JL Skinner. When he was a freshman, you were the defensive line coach. When you saw a 6'4 guy walk in as a freshman, did you think about converting him to defensive line?
4: <laughs> I will tell you this, and I joke with JL about this. The first time he walked on campus, he had an all-white jumpsuit on. And I said, That guy's gonna be in my room in about a year. And I was <laughs> and I was fired up about it. And uh, it just never, it never came to fruition. He he was he was way too fast to ever to ever come on down. But no, we, he was one of those guys. You know, played corner at Point Loma, long, athletic, and usually, you know, those guys you, you're kind of unsure where they're going to develop into. Um, but he's just such an explosive athlete, and obviously that's on film that we were curious where he's going to go to. But he played boundary safety, and he stayed there the whole time, and obviously uh, very productive. And we're excited he did.
0: What makes him special? What makes him a guy who just you know uh, became an NFL draft pick?
4: Yeah, the, the biggest thing for me with JL is he's a he's a big time competitor, um, and and I think you know he's that guy that after if you lose a football game, like JL's not not okay with it, you know, and I think sometimes guys. You know, going through it are, okay, as long as I did my job, I know we lost, but whatever. Like, Jail's not cool. That Like, he's an elite competitor, wants guys around him to care as much as he does, and that really accelerates his game. Like, you know, we lost in the Mountain West Championship game in 2020, and I remember calling him over Christmas to check on him, and I was like, how's Christmas break? He's like, coach, I'm not taking a Christmas break. Like, we've got... <laughs> We've we've got to make this right, you know what I mean? That's kind of who he is. And I think that separates him from a mentality standpoint. Um, I think obviously from a football player wise, uh, at 6'4", 205, even all the way to 215, uh, you know, he's an eraser to where things don't maybe go well. Um, JL can clean the whole thing up for you and he's going to do it in a violent way. I mean, I can't tell you how many guys he's he's hit that they really got to think twice that they want to keep playing. You know, that's just kind of the player he is. Um, he can do a lot. You can put a lot on him as well. If you watch the game film, he's playing boundary safety in our dime package. He can slide down and play dime. He can blitz. He can cover. Um, so I really believe his best football is in front of him, especially um, with what Denver is going to be able to do defensively with him.
1: When you were going into the week building a game plan, you, you mentioned he can do so many different things. How did you decide what you wanted to do with him in that, in that week?
4: Yeah. Great question. I mean, it's, it was one of those things every week where it's like, okay, what is, what is the best thing that we can do with JL? And obviously to make sure that, um, you know, we highlight who he is, because that's the biggest thing defensively is we don't, different than offense, obviously, we don't pick who gets the ball and, you know, we don't pick who does that, but you want to put guys in the right spots and continually move, move the stress around a defense. And so that was the biggest thing for us going into a week was figuring out, okay, uh, where can we put JL to where they always don't know where he's going to be. So, it could be positionally to where he's in the post, he's sliding down into a run fit, but it could be different personnel packages to find out, okay. Where do we want to put JL this week on third down? Maybe he's not playing safety. Maybe he's going to play, you know, dime or nickel. And and he is an extremely smart football player. He put, he picks up football very well. So you can put a lot on. And that's the biggest thing is. You know, we you have some guys that are really special athletes, but if they can't pick it up from a mental standpoint, they're not going to play um, fast and play confident. So, every week it was just going through. Okay, what? We also didn't want to put too much on him. so we always have to figure out. Okay, what are some techniques that are a little new, or, or we can put on JL because he's that smart. So it was a uh, it was very fun to be able to go into a game week to figure out. Uh, where to put JL Skinner and where zero was going to be rolling around the field. Because I can tell you this, he gets a lot of attention. Uh, There's not a lot of guys that look like him (laughs) on the field. And and he gets a lot of attention from the uh, offensive coordinator coordinator, to the quarterback, whoever's getting the rock.
3: This is just incredible insight. Thanks so much, Coach. And we're joined by Boise State's defensive coordinator, Spencer Danielson. And one of the great things about having you on is probably no one knows JL uh, as a football player, maybe as, as a person better than you. You've been with him all four years at Boise State. What impressed you the most about his improvement during college as a freshman than going all the way through his senior year?
4: Yeah, absolutely. I I think there's a lot of things that, that would impress me about JL from a development standpoint. Um, I would say the biggest thing that was cool to see him grow over the years is, like I started out talking about him being a competitor, that was um, that was a weakness early on because he, he cared almost too much. What I mean by that is he <laughs> would have a bad play, and it would affect the next plays for him early on as a freshman, sophomore. Um, once again, because he cared so much, it was hard. For, let's say he missed a tackle or something didn't go the way he wanted to. Um, that was tough for him. And so going into, um, really going into his sophomore year was, hey, how you respond is everything. Especially when you play uh, DB. I don't care where you play. Like everybody knows when you screw up. Different maybe if a D tackle misses mm-hmm. a gap. Like everybody watching might not know. Like you know when the when the safety does because usually it's a touchdown. And and so get him to understand like we live on the razor's edge and. Um, You know, we're gonna move on like you have to respond. It's all about the next play and seeing him work that in practice in the offseason going into that year was awesome to see and he did a much better job of it because he is. He's a personality that no matter what room he's in, he's gonna light that room up. Like he's not gonna walk in anywhere, and, and someone's gonna be like, "Oh, I didn't know J. L. was here yet." No, like you're gonna know. He's that <laughs> kind of personality where uh, he's gonna get the defense fired up. Like they're gonna play with an edge because that's just who he is, and it matters to him. And guys naturally gravitate to him. So seeing him grow and and how he responds to adversity was awesome over his time. And then as a football player just continue to find fine tune his craft. I mean, we have a great safeties coach, Kane own that did a great job with him. We put a lot on our safeties and Coach Ion does a great job coaching those guys to, to teach them from techniques. So for example, um, if there's a technique that he plays at boundary safety, let's find a way to do the same technique. But maybe it's at dime, maybe it's at um, you know a different position. So he's not trying to learn all these different techniques, but we can streamline it. And, and just seeing him grow in those things was awesome, but over the years, um, he improved in, in so many ways on the, on the football field. He always had the athletic ability, but then it was cool to see him grow it as a football player um, from understanding situational defense. You know, what's the difference between areas of the field and him being able to talk and understand? I mean, he's that guy that he'll come in Monday and he'll talk through things. You're like, you know, he understands football, he understands how a defense is being attacked and how he can help his brothers around him for understanding splits. To areas of the field, to you know, receivers alignments, all the different things that um, some guys maybe don't understand early on. He he really worked his tail off to grow it, and, and his prep showed with how confidently he played. So, and then like I said, football wise, we can we can be here for an hour talking about how he grew and some of the the football techniques. But he can he can do so much. I'm, I told him I'm excited for him in Denver to see how he is used because he can do a lot of different things. I mean, when you run that fast at that big. Uh, it's gonna be cool to see how he's used, but he, he's grown so much. And I really believe his best football is in front of him. Um, and I think Denver got a good one.
0: Last one for me, coach. yeah, you, you, you talked a little bit about his personality and we've gotten a little taste of it since he's been in Denver. Curious if you have a story uh, or two that you could share that just kind of uh, outlines that personality of his.
4: Oh man. Let me, uh, I gotta think about that for a second. I, like I said, been around the guy for, I'm, I'm from San Diego too. So we kind of joke about us being the Dago boys. Um, <laughs> I'm to think of something that highlights that. Um, I can I can think of, I mean, just just one, one of the competitor side of things. And I might I think of another one, but I, so we lost to Air Force um, at home on the blue um, in 2021. And lost kind of later in the game. Did some things that obviously we um, we've had to grow in. And I'll never forget coming down, you know, seeing him, and just seeing him in his locker. I mean, he's my man is straight crying. You know, it just mm. it hurts his heart. And that as a coach, seeing the competitor um, is a big deal. You know, you just how how much work these guys put in, and how much he loves football and wants wants to win these football games. Wants to do everything he can for the team to win. Um, you know, those things are just, you know, near and dear to your heart. And then, you know, fast forward a year, a year from there, you know, we beat them and it was cool having those, you know, moments. That's just one thing for a personality wise. But I'm trying to think some, uh, um, I mean, he's <laughs> there's a lot of different things that could highlight that. I, I just I could tell you this that, uh, you know, when you would you take the field that JL's out there with that defense, like there's a there's an edge with which he plays with in a good way. Um, that will bleed throughout the whole defense um, because he is like and he's gonna love his teammates and he's got no problem if, if someone's not upholding the standard by by telling him hey you know we got to get this fixed in the right way um and he's got like and I joke you know, he's got a smile that will that will light up a room and I'll tell you this too we went we went bowling uh, going into last season and I did beat him the first time and when you guys see him you can make sure he told you that <laughs> I'll tell you this, though. The next time my man came out, he had his own ball. His own- <laughs> and I'll tell you this, he kicked the dog out of me the next <laughs> time. Uh, he, right? He's not okay with losing, and, and he made sure he made sure I knew about it for the next months that he beat me, too. Let's, don't get that twisted.
0: That's awesome.
1: Mm-hmm. Real quick before we let you go, uh, did you see the video of him with Mark Wahlberg?
4: I, I, I did not see it. Someone okay. told me about it. So Mark Wahlberg was in Boise, right? Like at an Albertson's. I honestly didn't see it, but I heard about it.
1: Oh, yeah. It, it was hilarious. We'll send it over.
4: <laughs> yeah, send it over. Someone told me about it the other day. I was like, man, I, recruiting's crazy. There's so much different things on social media. I'm I'm probably missing more than I need to, but I did hear about it. I, I'm going to have to watch it. Yeah, you guys just send it to
3: me. All right. Well, Coach, we, we know that you're on the road out recruiting and really appreciate you taking the time to join us today. Just incredible insight.
0: Absolutely. Can't thank you enough. And just know that we'll always pull for a team that wears orange and blue <laughs> and is called the Broncos. <laughs> it's very true. Hey,
4: there's no question. That's why I, I was joking. I was like, man, I'm a big time Broncos fan. Now, I guess we keep saying bleed bluey with you guys. So best of luck with everything. And and like I said, you guys got a really good one in jail, fired up for him and fired up that you guys are going to be around him.
0: Man, thank you so much, Coach. What incredible insight. Yeah, great stuff. Thanks again, Coach. And uh, wow. I I don't even, where do you start? I'm ready to just run through a wall of what the Broncos are getting in JL Skinner. (laughs) Yep. Um, Well, we know that JL and I have one thing in common. What is that? We both have our own bowling ball. It's very true. (laughs) Basically (laughs) the same person. Pretty much the same, yeah. Uh, Hate losing. We got that in common, too. Yep. yeah man the hate losing thing yeah really matters to me do you remember when oh gosh was it the Bradley Chubb draft where you know the big narrative was the Broncos are trying to get leaders are trying to get captains are trying to get all this stuff and you know almost all of the players fit into that mold and I loved that at the time um, and I almost wonder if this was something that Sean Payton focused on in this draft is I need guys who hate losing because when you look at culture and you talk about winning culture versus losing culture, and I think the the worst or the number one thing about losing culture, because no one ever wants to lose, right? There's not just like guys walking around the NFL is like win lose, I don't really care. We'll see what mm-hmm. happens. But There's the more you lose, <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> the more you lose, the more it becomes okay to you. Yep, it be, you become desensitized to it, and you know not to bring it. Uh, Back to the buffs, but I think it's one of the reasons why Coach Prime turned over the roster so aggressively. You can't do that in the NFL, where you just, like, send everyone on their way and say, we want new guys who haven't lost as much. But going out and getting guys like this and bringing people into your locker room who just can't stand the thought of losing, don't want to talk to anyone after the game, you know, throw their pads off, sit in their locker. Like, you need as many of those as possible on a team... Because that becomes contagious then, and the guys who don't feel that are like, "What's wrong with me?" Mm-hmm. It's a lot
1: like the Abs, where you have like your captain, Gabe Landeskog. There you go, like he's steady, he's never too high, never too low, knows right from wrong, can kind of like just guide the team in the right direction. Um, but you also have the Nathan McKinnon, yeah, who mm-hmm. is just pure chaos and. You see what happens when you're missing the Gabe Landisgog and the leadership call, like role kind of shifts over. And so you go out and you draft whatever 10 guys who are the Gabe Landisgogs. Just not a recipe for success. You need a couple of those guys, but you also need a lot of people who just maybe want to hurt people when they're losing.
3: <laughs> and that's something that yeah. he said. He, that, that's his mentality on the field. But tonight, we need someone in the bowling alley. For us to take our spot
0: at Volo oh, JL. What a... JL could do it, yeah.
3: JL, yeah. If he wants to come bowl for us tonight. Because I think there's something else going on in Denver tonight.
0: Yeah. That we may have
3: this bar going crazy.
0: Yep, yep. And it's not me bowling. <laughs> um, sadly... Uh, We cannot make bowling work tonight because we got some business to take care of in uh, Los Angeles and we have to watch it here. Exactly. Mm
3: -hmm. And so if you want to join our bowling league, we do it over at Volo. Scan the QR code on our screen to get uh, the to get into Volo. But that's not just it's not just for bowling. It's for anything. JL Skinner probably would be ultra competitive in any of the sports that they have from what badminton to softball cornhole bowling any sport you can think of they've got it over at volo so make sure to sign up for the volo pass which is a monthly membership program that gives unlimited access to sports events and social activities unlimited pickups drop-ins tournaments only $20 a month or $200 a year. So check them out over at VoloSports.com Denver. That's VoloSports.com Denver. And then use the code DNVR10 to get 10% off. Check them out. I mean, it's 70s and 80s this week. The weather's only looking good for the future. So make sure to check them out over at VoloSports.com Denver.
1: While we're here, we're going to be drinking a lot of Breckenridge beers. <laughs> uh, right now, the Fun Slinger is only $4 at the bar.
0: Wow, that is a great That's deal. That's a steal. Yeah, a That's a steal. Deal. I've been drinking. Henry is the king of drink deals. <laughs> well, I mean, you gotta be. You gotta be when you're gonna be drinking a bunch of them. There's no I option. It. I Just... texted him like, hey, what's the Legal Beats drinks deal again? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's you... like, well, there's a few options. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, Did he have a little, like, at the bottom, an asterisk, like, terms and mel- eligibility restrictions apply? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's
1: use no Use code terms <laughs> 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 um, But yeah, a lot of Breckenridge beers. Whatever you drink is gonna be good. Um, Strawberry Sky, um, the Avalanche. I'm not even sure what else we have on tap at this point. Oh, so close to being able to see, but I can't. It's really yeah, that. but it's all good stuff. Um, and if you want to try any of it, you can use the beer locator at breckbrew.com. It'll tell you exactly where to go to pick up whatever beer you want to try.
0: We and drank enough breck brews for about an army on <laughs> Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah. that
3: and you felt it yesterday.
0: Yeah. I woke up at 6:30 to watch Leeds. They lost. Oh my gosh. Um, Back to bed ever? No, straight to the golf course. Wow. Of and course. Then I lost. Oh. My wow. pride. Oh, jeez. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to need to have a JL Skinner week like to the range, grinding <laughs> 100 putts before I leave. That's how bad it was for me yesterday. You picking that up today? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, okay. Sounds like there's some hope.
3: I mean, before a close potential closeout game yeah what a better thing to do yeah it's
0: true it's true all right back to jail skinner i uh, first of all really impressed by spencer danielson yeah um he was like a lot of times you have a guest on and they give you like two sentences and then you're just like rattling off questions by the end you're like i think i'm out of questions yeah we could have gone for two hours with him because he gave us like 3 minutes on every yeah. question. He said
3: he said he could go an hour about the player and I'm like, "We have an hour if you <laughs> just want to stay on, but I know he's out he's traveling." He's trying to find the next jail. <laughs> it, it's very true, but I really quick on Spencer Danielson. He is one of the young up and coming coaches in the entire country, and I'm not just saying that because he was on with us. He's 34 years he's, old. He's like basically our age. Exactly. He's 34 years. He was a defensive coordinator at Boise when he was 30 years old he was hired in his 20s uh and then this past off season because boise state's defense was so good and they had multiple guys be drafted in the nfl uh, on that defense he had offers from i believe auburn washington stanford to all join their staff other big five uh or power Power five schools and he turned them down because he just wanted to be in boise because he's he's that loyal and i think that we're going to hear that from JL if he ever talks about him. But just keep your eye on on Spencer Jameson, whether it's in the college ranks or the NFL ranks. Yeah, he'll be a head coach soon. Yeah, yeah, he,
0: he will. I mean, so... Impre- and you can tell why guys would like playing for him. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> on JL Skinner, what was your... My biggest takeaway was that, that hate to lose thing. Hank, what was yours?
1: They, it, they moved him around, um, which we kind of knew. But the way they talk about it... I don't know. I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus, but there was one really good player at CU. One of the highest draft picks I covered there. Just a freak athlete who they built the game plan around him, but it wasn't necessarily like, okay, we got put him in this situation so that we can do whatever. It's here's what he is capable of doing. So he needs to be here. Mm. And then we build from that point out where it feels like the difference is with JL Skinner depending on the week, depending on who, what, what matchup you want, you can put him in those situations and say, here's what we want him doing. This is where we think he can be the most valuable. And I did have some questions about that just because he is such a unique sort of player. Like he's so long and lean, um, tall, you know, he has good long speed, but the short area quickness kind of comes and goes as you'd expect the fluidity comes and goes. So I could have seen, um, Spencer tell us that, he he's kind of stuck in this box. Like we do this with him so that we can figure out the rest, but that was not the case. They yeah. felt like they could play him anywhere. Yeah, the he way he
0: t- was describing it reminded me of a great college receiver where you say, mm-hmm. we just have to line him up in a bunch of different places. So it's not easy for them to just say, okay, put our one corner on the left boundary and they're going to send that guy out there every time. And so you like move him in the slot and you bring him into the backfield like the buffs used to do with LaVisca Chenault. And, the way he was talking about it reminded me of that. It's like I don't want the defense to line up and call their plays knowing, okay, JL is gonna be up here. Mm-hmm. So he was he was like scheming up matchups and and forcing the quarterback to get to the line, find where JL Skinner is. Like that is a true kind of mark of a star and a guy who who impacts the game so much.
3: And I'm just gonna take that one step further. Football IQ. Yep. Henry said right before Spencer Danielson mm-hmm. joined us, like, jail has got the size, the speed, the highlight reel that you want. Kind of, why did he fall to the sixth round? Maybe something's a little missing, I think is what you said, or something along those lines. And, his his pec for one. Uh, yeah, the, the pec for sure. Uh, a little torn. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ryan's like, he doesn't have a pec. Oh, like um, what now? <laughs> the connecting piece of it? I don't know. But so I think what you or hinting at, or at least what I picked up when you were saying that was football IQ. Is his football IQ low where he just has the physical abilities, but uh, teams are worried about how much he's going to be able to actually do and pick up in the NFL, and uh, Coach Danielson completely shot that down. Um, If you load up a guy with all the responsibilities and have him playing multiple positions, that means you think he has the ultimate football IQ. So I'm just kind of left here, and obviously – Spencer Jansen was not going to come on and say anything bad about JL. We have to to remember that. But everything he said, I'm thinking, like, where is the weak point in his game? Not just to, like, fall out of the first round, but to to fall to the sixth round. Mm -hmm. And there are those guys that Cam Chancellor was, what, a fifth-round pick or something like that? There are guys that are just really good football players, but safety isn't really uh, the 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 most valuable position where teams are drafting them and overdrafting them. So maybe the Broncos really did get a diamond in the rough because everything's bad enough for him to be a, a really
1: good player. Yep, And I think reasons he'd fall. I mean, the torn pec, that's worth a round probably. Yep. The torn pec also meant that he couldn't run the 40. I wouldn't have expected hit a good 40 time from him. I would have expected that to be a pretty big weakness. And – you know, teams probably think the same thing. So that was an opportunity to move up boards a little bit. But I still, like like I said, if they had taken him in the second round, I would have been thrilled with it because of <laughs> how awesome he is. But, I mean, who'd they take? I, I guess, what, no, his third round for Drew Sanders. But that's a similarity. Mm. It, and that's, that's the big concern football-wise at this point is, you know, he played so many different positions. You know, if you want him to play free safety, it'd be nice just to have him play whatever – 3,000 snaps of free safety in college where he's just looking at things developing in front of him and he sees it over and over and over again and instead you're over here and you're over here and you're over here and you're over here and And so you don't really get a chance to really spend multiple weeks saying like, okay, here's, in Drew Sanders' case, this pass rush move that I want to get figured out. It's like, oh, here's how you build the counter off of that. And so I do think that he's probably pretty raw. So is Drew Sanders, but the talent is there.
3: Well, it's a good point. And with the speed, if he was a free safety you do have to have the speed because Mm -hmm. things aren't supposed to get behind you when you're the strong safety. Yes. You're still one of those last Mm -hmm. lines of defense, but your job is more so in front of you, especially Mm -hmm. the way that Boise state played JL. And I imagine how the Broncos in the future are going to play JL where keep things in front of you and then just dominate what's in front of you. Don't really worry too much about what's behind you. Although that sounds kind of weird being that safety position, but the free safety is really the the deepest man back Mm -hmm. there. So, the speed doesn't concern me as much, and honestly, when you watch the film, the worst part about J.L. Skinner's game is when he has to turn and run and cover deep. That's why he, he's a strong safety. He's not just strong safety, box safety, and just plays really close to the line, so you're not asking him to do that that often. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's another reason
1: why he'd drop in the draft, because there's so many teams flipping to the Vic Fangio system, where your safeties are just interchangeable. And so, if you can say, we're, we're confident with him just playing in the box, there's... There's a point to build on. You hope that he becomes versatile. You hope that you can move him around. But you know that he can play that strong safety base role probably pretty well, assuming he can get off blocks and, you know, the, the power kind of
0: holds up. But you have this starting point and You see what else you can get out of him. Yep. The entire interview, I just had an intrusive thought. I just wanted to call him Daniel Spencerson so bad. Oh, wow. This just like fighting that. She's like, all right, we, thanks for joining us, Daniel Spencerson. <laughs>
2: that why, would you, so funny. why would
0: you just be mean to him? I didn't. I wasn't. It was just my you brain was saying it. Oh, that wait. would be funny. Would it be funny, though, or would it just be mean? I don't know. I didn't want to find out. Man, okay. it, r-
3: could, it would really depend on just the humor that he has. It could be like
0: He seems like he has a good sense of humor. I, I would think so. I, th- I don't think he would have said anything. He just would have he would have just like been like, "Oh, you just screwed that up." You got to talking to those guys again.
3: Could you imagine if you're on a radio hit with someone and they call you like Ken Kine Roningsburg? Roningsburg yeah. <laughs> would you just let that pass? I
0: would I wouldn't know what they were doing, you know. I'd, <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, "That was a weird. Is this thing. a bit yeah, that yeah, I should yeah. buy into? Was it a true <clears throat> mistake? Do I dog him?" Yeah. Or it'd be funnier if they called me like Zach Stevens, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. You got yeah. Zach Stevens from <laughs> I think if I was in that situation,
3: I would honestly just let it fly. <laughs> I would just not say anything. Probably be blush in the in the cheeks. Oh man! And then never talk to him again. And then never talk to him again when they reach out. Hey, do you want to join us? Oh, I'm busy. Uh, just no. You just never respond. Yeah. I think yeah, I would I try. If they
0: called me Zach, I would try to get into a Zach character. Oh wow! wow. So
3: Henry, ask him a question. Uh, How many cats is too many?
0: There is, there is no too many cats, honestly. Also, do you know what we learned with the Broncos today? <laughs> <laughs> nice.
3: <laughs> you dropped that in every single answer? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, what we learned today was... Oh, that
3: would be great. <laughs> yeah. And those people would probably just have no idea like what mm-hmm. you're talking about. Definitely not. So you they pulled it on you, you pull it on them. Man. I would also be like, like, hey, that. guys,
0: I got to run. Uh, I only have 45 minutes for the shower I'm about to take
3: before <laughs> I have to <laughs> Oh, man. Did you guys follow through with your
0: word? No, because you I on played the golf. golf. Yeah. Thankfully, I will say,
3: oh, his showers? Sh- no, his word was showerless, showerless Sunday. Sunday.
0: Yeah, I, f- I didn't,
3: I ruined the world. At least, you did it after golfing.
0: Yeah, I got home um, about like six o'clock, and I sat there in my own filth for a few minutes, <laughs> and I was like, if I don't get in the shower in the next five minutes, the Celtics. Heat game is gonna start. Mm, then yeah. I'm not gonna shower during that. Yeah. And then I'm gonna probably fall asleep. See, I would have missed the whole first quarter. So then I was just like, "All right, I gotta get. I got. I gotta do it." So good. good. Showered from 6:20 620 to 6:29 and was out there for tip off.
3: <laughs> Impressive. Wow. I mean, By like 11
1: minutes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. S- yeah. yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a beat down Oh my goodness. Yeah. Probably just fold the franchise. I've, Probably yeah. should.
3: I mean, have you seen Boston? They're freaking out. Trade everyone. Fire the coach. Oh, yeah. The coach sucks,
0: by the way. And people are trying to, like, give him coach uh-huh. of the year. They, he's Ugh. gone. Yeah. Right? Like, has to His answers after the game were I didn't hear. so bad. Yeah. <laughs> were they salty? Do or? You no. Were. Do you no. feel
1: like uh, you lost the locker room? Kind of said,
0: yeah, I mean, it's on me to, like, no. figure out. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: You deny, deny, deny. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs>
0: He was in. I mean, he looked like he had just witnessed a murder, which he kind of had. He did, and did not know oh. what to do or say. Or and he was the interim head coach that then
3: got promoted to full time, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, yikes! And again, yeah. everyone was like, "Wow, what a great job he's doing! This is incredible! He overcame all this, that, and the other." And then you get matched up with Eric Spolstra, you get exposed, <laughs> and that
1: was the difference. Like oh, it was just yeah.
0: Eric Spolstra, and Joe Mazula. Like
1: Spolstra better.
3: How about about the Heat getting three straight coaches fired, likely?
0: Wow. The Bucs,
3: the 76ers, and now the Celtics. That's crazy. It's not going to be a fourth, but it'll be a third.
0: Yeah, we talked about this uh, a little bit last night in our group chat, but there's like a narrative that, the NBA regular season doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you're looking at the heat right now, you're saying like, yeah. look, yeah. this is yeah. the perfect example of why the NBA regular season doesn't matter. Like they were good all along. They went to the Eastern conference finals last year yeah. and then everyone just kind of fell asleep on them. Cause they didn't like care about the regular season. Um, whereas the nuggets I feel like are the antithesis of that theory because yeah. they've gone up to zero in every series yeah and, you know, they've just taken advantage of their home court. They're undefeated at home, and they can be NBA As long as the Heat finish the job, and the Nuggets obviously finish, well, they would in this case. They never have to win a road game. Yeah, Yeah. They could only win home games from here on out and still be NBA champions. Yeah, Yeah. man, Man.
3: I I love that dynamic and an additional storyline going into this. Well, it just depends on the team.
1: Like, the Heat, they're better potentially on the road just because – Like, Jimmy likes to talk shit to fans, and he likes to be booed, and, like, that's just the vibe they have. Or, like, uh, the Celtics. The Celtics were also terrible at home. Like, I think they... Are
0: they They 500? They might be under 500. They were the only team left, because until Saturday, the Lakers were undefeated at home, the Nuggets were undefeated at home, and the Heat were undefeated at home. That's wild. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So the Heat and Nuggets are still undefeated
0: Mm
1: -hmm. at home. That's where the Nuggets, though, they've just had home court every time, and they just go crazy in the first game yeah just always a blowout in game one and then kind of run it back a little bit and they've just had their formula
0: man not- notably just so many less lakers fans in the comments oh they surprised yeah. that they're gone it's so weird
3: um it, man the tnt broadcast is so much better too like oh, it is yeah. it is a joy to watch the game yeah. for that component and then after the yeah. post game and halftime are really good although Jack was so wrong by guaranteeing the Lakers are going to guarantee the Lakers win game two. Was wrong about that, but man, I'm just I'm like, can we just switch off games at least? I but know, no, I'm stuck know. on ESPN. And the, and the
0: finals are all ESPN too. Yeah, really.
3: Can tough. we, can oh, we that's flip? That's terrible. Can we get Charles and Shaq? I know. And, and, and everyone can. Like a ten day I, yeah. contract. Yeah. I seriously. turn on all the games
0: an hour early. <laughs> I know just to watch.
3: I know. And ESPN, it's the complete opposite.
0: Yeah. yeah. I will say Reggie Miller can kind of be a tough listen sometimes. But,
1: yeah, he does suck.
0: Um, <laughs> but they're, they're pregame, halftime, yep. postgame. Yeah. Um, and honestly, Mike Breen is great. Yeah. Yeah. But how can ESPN not do better than Mark Jackson and whichever Jeff Van Gundy? I thought it was Stan. I think it's Jeff. Is it Jeff? Van Gundy. Yeah. yeah. Just, stick, just
3: stick with Van. I mean, the fact that the Bucks are interviewing Mark Jackson, oh my gosh.
0: Yep. Oh my gosh! Just ask the Warriors players about him. Meanwhile, uh, the Suns are pot- potentially thinking about interviewing J.J. Redick. Yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. <laughs> They're just like, this guy definitely knows ball. Uh- <laughs> yeah, that's like Matt Ishbia
1: came in and just played like a video game, right? Right. Like yeah. he's just like, okay, day one, we're trading for Kevin Durant.
3: Yep, we yep. Get to this point, just I'm
0: like, gonna grab the ball and hold exactly, on to it.
3: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now he's like Twitter followers that cover basketball. JJ's kind of up there. Yeah. There, there yeah. we go. I'd like to spend time with him. <laughs> right, right. Well, <Yeah>. yep. <laughs> if you pay enough money, you can you can definitely <coughs> do that. Um anything else on JL?
0: I don't think so. I I'm just I'm excited to to watch him play. Like I'm especially pumped. like the preseason, you know? Right. When we're gonna really yes. get to see him play.
1: I'm excited somebody else is excited about the preseason.
0: I did not say I'm excited about the preseason. <laughs> ah. I mean, I'm actively not excited about the preseason, except for just, you know, I know how to take the little things like watching Jail Skinner play yep. and, and make the most of them. I love the preseason.
3: And by the way, speaking of the preseason, uh, I was wrong on the times. I know. The times are even worse for the preseason. For some reason, when the Broncos you, like, put it out. You like owe us for this. You might I, have to owe I us know. and get us a pizza or something. I, I, I probably do. But honestly, the Broncos, why are we putting out Broncos schedules, times, in uh, the, the local time, time. local no, let's always do denver time yes why would you switch that up oh it's dumb yeah it's so stupid so games, <laughs> you guys both expected me to argue pre-season was, games was, to me like, no, no 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 that's dumb there's nothing that we can argue with about foco we just love foco true. in fact i mean you can just see it if you're watching youtube we've got foco things everywhere <laughs> we've got uh, a cool pillow in between us although th- this was a local pillow but you can Foco's get things local. Foco is local, local. Focal, Focal. it's the focal point (laughs) of our set.
0: That's for sure. I can't believe no one's commented about the pillow. Yeah, we thought uh, the you guys awkwardly kind of shoved it it in there. (laughs) It looks bad.
3: It's hilarious. I thought Henry had showerless Sunday, so I wanted to make sure we had room in between us. Uh, He still hasn't confirmed whether or not he had showerless Sunday. I will say, I got a new toothbrush. (laughs) Oh, tell me like you had an old one.
1: Uh, yeah, there was an okay. old toothbrush, okay, good, yes, good. very old actually. But uh, so I got my. How often e- should you change toothbrushes?
0: I Way like you more can just tell I think I do. We, yeah. does. Yeah. So
1: that's that's part of the appeal of this one. It comes with like six different head yeah. things Yeah. That you just like plug right on. <laughs> that's a lot of hand <laughs> stuff. <laughs> but but just it, speed that motion up. It's crazy. It goes was it? it's 666 little shakes per second. <laughs> Wow. Per second. How? I know. There's isn't no that crazy? Way. It's got to be per minute. That's why I bought it.
3: There's I was just no like, way. that's insane.
1: Per yeah. second is impossible. No, it, I, that's what I impo- thought, too.
3: That's impossible. <laughs> it, it honestly made me think, like,
1: wow, you just blew 45 bucks on this toothbrush because you couldn't
3: believe that number and had to try it. <laughs> but is that even good for you? Or is there like a point where it's like, I don't know, 30 shakes would have been enough. The thing is, you'll never be able to know. There's no way your mind no. or my mind or no. Ryan's mind will ever be able to to count. No. <clears throat> And
1: and there's also just no smaller unit of time. Because, like, it actually... It's at its, whatever, like, 35,000 per minute. And I was like, what? And so then I had to divide. (laughs) And I was like, well, wait. I still don't have any perspective on this. Well, let's get, like, a
3: super slow-mo camera. Oh, that would... I I mean, we got three cameras looking at (laughs) us. I thought we we have the technology in here. You wouldn't want that. Because,
1: actually, whenever you try to, like take it out of your mouth. It's like, and just just like it goes it. even yeah, like, I've got toothpaste in my eye still. Like, it's crazy. It'll just oh zzz. my gosh. Yeah, or it's like, oh, I got. I better rinse this off and it's like, boom, flood in the bathroom. Oh my gosh. he's be...
0: like brushing his teeth with like a car buffer. <laughs> uh,
3: Probably is. Tomorrow he's not going to have any teeth. They're all going to be just yeah, grinded yeah, out. Yeah. I know. Like going
1: to be clean though. It has like a whitening mode and I'm not sure what the difference is, but I think even like, faster. it
3: just like shaves off a layer. <laughs> <laughs> Should a razor
0: oh, pops
1: out
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a crazy toothbrush that may be the only thing you can't get a foco though yeah, so check yeah. them out use broncos, a- tooth- broncos
0: toothbrush or case yeah
3: i mean they have broncos mm. hawaiian shirts Yep. it shows you how much they have so check them out foco use that code dnvr for 10 percent off also great place to get a gift for someone Absolutely, and you get 10 percent off mm. boom and also to prevent toothpaste from getting in your eyes you know what you should be wearing when you mm, brush shady, shady rays. Yeah. rays yep shady rays um
1: so i i guess i was a little bit worried that like you take it off bzz, bzz, shoots in your eye but with the shady rays it might like damage it or like so when you take it out of your mouth you're afraid it's going to sp- just shoot in your shoot eye. Shoot right in your eye. <laughs> well, well, but again, like if the shady rays you almost need a second pair is what I was thinking of shady oh, rays, yeah. just like Dirty bathroom. Just <laughs> protect a protective pair. Exactly. But then I realized if it actually did damage your shady rays, um, they would replace them for free with yep. no questions asked. And I don't know how this works, but I almost assume you get to keep that first pair. If there's no questions asked, it's like, what happened to them? Right. It's like, oh, they're gone. That's a question. Now they're just... A, exactly. <laughs> that that's why they the can't question. do it. That's why they can't do it. <laughs> so now you just have like your own little <laughs> bathroom pair of Shady Rays. So don't commit fraud or anything. Bathroom, shady but rays. that is how great of a business Shady Rays is, is that they honestly do kind of leave themselves open to people taking advantage of the system. Uh, but don't. Um, but do... Uh, Use the code DMVR for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. They're very popular. 250,000 people have given them five
3: stars. Boom. Uh, Boom. Speaking of five stars... Could you guys say that's with a thumbs up if you're watching on review. YouTube? Five star review on the podcast side really helps us out. Um, and we really appreciate it. And it's free for you to do. So just say some thumbs up. We
0: really appreciate it. It's been a while since we did an update on oh, pull pod that reviews. Baby oh, up yeah, that's
3: right. Because uh, Spot, app Spotify yes. was making the big push.
0: All right, let's see what we got here. 895 on apple five away only 4.6 which is messed up Oh dang that's that's sad and then moment of truth has it finally happened spotify rating why did it start me at the bottom of the page it literally started me at the bottom (laughs) of (laughs) of the page 885 oh Whoa. do we have a race to 900 we well we have a race to a thousand but i mean like yeah i think that's Spotify race? catching. 15 and 5 by the way 4.9 stars on spotify shout out to spotify dang wow. 4.9 4.
3: 4.9 dang spotify has got my heart then yep yep you want to win my heart over apple slightly younger demo i would guess mm. so younger people like us more could be wow um, Spencer Danielson, young guy. Yep. JL yeah. Skinner. Daniel Spencerson is Daniel <laughs> Spencerson. <laughs>
1: yeah, you've really got him confused by that. The, one. Well, there's just no way to do it with JL Skinner. Oh, SL L-L-J- LJ Skinner LJ. Nope. No, it does not work. SK Jlinner
3: that sounds that's why that's why i just look confused <laughs> instead of saying anything <laughs> that was a smart choice yeah smart route to but take here we are anyway um speaking of uh great things should we talk to our community let's do that jump oh, yes. into the comment section <laughs> on the website first one coming in from briz baby says guys can we please get in the get a day in the life from all three of you I need wow. to see how a grown man can go to bed with keys in his pocket, how a household <laughs> of two people can fill up an entire dishwasher in Amen. a day, and how yeah. someone can wake up and get out the door in 17 minutes. <laughs> I mean, those are great points. I also think we need to be able to see that part uh, that yeah. should just be quick. Pay extra for it. at yeah. least. Oh, wow. Because you're naked. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. naked. Only We fans? know that about him.
0: Yeah. Not yet. Oh, you do only fans oh I'm gonna get one yeah okay for, there we go for wow. this for the I day feel of like life my 17 minute morning that <laughs> could be like a good, a good only fans bit boy if that wow. is the headline
3: of a video that would probably get some different type of clicks
0: potentially or the same it goes
3: it's true he says mm-hmm. I also think we need a pod that has absolutely no Broncos talk been absolutely loving these off the rails <laughs> off-season pods so let's normalize less Broncos talk. Keep doing what you're doing. Cheers, guys. Briz baby. So in the YouTube, uh, not like the live comments, but the comments below the show that stay there forever. Mm-hmm. Um, occasionally in the past week, we've had some people comment the time that we actually start talking Broncos. And at first I'm like, disrespectful. Or like, they they clearly don't like the other talk. But then I'm like, actually... That could help people yeah. because some people do like the non-Broncos talk. Some people <coughs> just want the Broncos talk. So yeah. I actually appreciate that.
1: For sure. We'll know we made it when people are just commenting the like timestamps of when we aren't talking Broncos. <laughs>
3: uh, it's true in order to jump to there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: Maybe Alyssa can start uh, including that in... That's true. It's like minute one to 14. <laughs> yep. Pure bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Minute 15 to 35, Broncos talk. And then we'll see
3: how many people click on which ones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad to hear that that uh, feedback that you do like the non-Broncos talk.
0: I think, honestly, the longer you've been here, yeah, the more you like the non-Broncos talk because you just like know yeah. us as people. That's probably why, that's why you're right, still yeah.
1: here. Like, if you've put up with... 900 episodes (laughs) so true (laughs) yeah
3: my i just i just see how much fun the abs guys had last year and gals and how much fun the nuggets are having this year i'm like we deserve that the
0: nuggets have covered more playoff wins in the last couple months than we've covered wins (laughs) in the last two years (laughs) pretty crazy that is because today would be 12 we've got 11 yeah
3: oh my gosh what a Great and awful realization at the same time. Yeah,
0: that is that. I that is my biggest point of jealousy with the longer season sports. Like, they just get to have yeah. so many fun yeah. post-game shows. It's true. Yeah. It's so true. Unless you're the Rockies. Even they <laughs> will have, like, by the end of the season, more it's winning true. shows than we've ever had. Yeah, Hopefully at least 66 wins. <laughs> for my you're you're going to need that, especially yep. for that one bet.
3: Yeah, yeah,
1: the Nuggets championship. It'll God. all be worth it if we Stunfall just get one,
3: oh. one good run. Without a doubt, because then it'll be two good runs in 12 months. Yeah. Yeah. All right, next one coming in from Jordan Andrews says, Nugs in four, baby, LFG. If the Nuggets win the finals, knocking on wood as I type this, we are too, where would this championship rank in all of Denver sports championships? We can't do that yet. Oh, because it oh. it's just... Too out yep. of ourselves okay also if y'all put that d-line lakers take the l on the way out on those vintage type t's like rk wears i'm instantly mm-hmm. copping. nugs first playoff suite plus first conference championship plus first finals appearance all in one night book it go nuggets broncos and dnvr i love how this is this comment was purely nuggets yeah and uh, it's cle- he clearly meant to leave it on our show. It just shows the community
0: what we got yeah. going on. Hell love yeah. it, Jordan. I love that. Just reminds me that I've had multiple people who are listeners of this show who don't live in America, who never watched basketball before, reach mm. out to me saying like, "Man, you guys are so excited about the Nuggets that I decided to watch basketball for the first time, and it was actually really fun." Well, mm. now we're gonna lose them. There's gonna be Nuggets fans. Oh uh, well, they they uh, don't overlap. You don't have to choose. That's
3: true. I mean, they'll overlap a little, but it'll be fine. Yeah, Man, that's on That's on the Broncos, though. That's <laughs> on the Broncos to be good enough in uh, November and December when, especially if you have a yeah. good basketball team, those games don't matter that much, yep. um, where the Broncos are good enough where you kind of put the Nuggets off a little bit until February or so. No, obviously... You can be a diehard and care about both of them equally as much and follow every game. But, I mean, that's on the Broncos to yep. be entertaining enough in November and December.
0: My thought was, like, the Nuggets might actually be- make basketball fans that actually like basketball, which doesn't exist that much right now. Wait, so say that again? Like, the Nuggets play basketball in such a way that people who are just tuning in are going to be like, wow, basketball is mm, cool. Yeah, right, right. Rather right. than, like, yeah. let's talk about what legacy is affected by this right game. right right no you're 100 right yep it's fun ball next one from the count if your goal was going if your goal was to be able to continue to live who would you rather get tackled by
2: <laughs>
0: bill romanowski al wilson k jack Lyle Alzado, or alexander johnson
3: man i mean i <sighs> You can't go the first two. At least I can't. Well, I can't go yeah. Romanowski or Al Wilson.
1: Romanowski wants to kill you. <laughs>
3: yeah. So right. Right. he's out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like yeah. He's going out there trying to kill you.
0: K-Jack, because he's so fast, it might hurt the most. Yeah, yeah physics, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you have to go Alexander Johnson.
3: I think so, too. I think it's going to really hurt his 240 pounds <laughs> driving you into the ground. But, yeah, I think so.
0: I can't remember, like, I'm sure he has some uh, college highlights that are insane, but I don't remember any, like, highlight hits in the NFL.
3: No. Not to come to the top of my head. By the way, he's just too big. Did he sign anywhere?
0: No. So he just didn't play last year?
3: Yeah. That is wild. Oh, no, this says Seattle. Never mind, I was wrong. Played played one game, had three tackles. I... I don't think he was on the team the entire year, though. I don't think but so, But, I mean, either. okay, he did play a little bit. But, I mean, that's wild. Yeah. People thought he was going to get a big contract. For the what Broncos... it's worth,
0: the, I would be more scared of Josie on this list than Alexander Johnson. Oh, I, Josie's, Josie's a hitter. Yeah. Josie's proved it. Yeah. Um, Man, that's a, that's a fun question, though, to think about. <clears throat> um, Next one's from Denver Rivals. Hey, guys. Long time no comment. Been focusing a ton on work and this Nuggets run. To go back to your conversation about Javante Williams' injury, I low-key feel like an insider here. So the other day in early May, I was at the Pat Bowen Fieldhouse for a site visit for an event this past weekend. I looked across the field on the visit and saw from the training and rehab area a certain running back with no leg brace walking out of the fieldhouse with no limp or issues. So maybe a tinfoil hat take is the uh, Centura deal. includes some legendary rehab (laughs) or treatment. Uh, The Broncos don't want leak that led to a quick recovery. Uh, But that's my tinfoil hat take within a tinfoil hat take, LOL. Excited for this football season, and maybe we need the Nuggets to inspire the Broncos to be a winning team again. Go DNVR. I
3: love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, He probably should be at the point in his rehab, whether he's coming back in training camp or whether he's honestly going to miss this whole season where he can walk without a brace with no limp. Mm -hmm. Now it's just about building the strength to be able to run on it, to be able to cut on it, to be able to have the Alexander Johnson's Kareem Jackson's of the world hit that knee and be okay. So, um, I, I like the good news, but I don't think it's, it, it doesn't change how I feel about Javante. I do like that, uh, that insight though.
0: Um, a great, um, nomination from Jose for the guys you don't want to be hit by Kanoi Kennedy oh yep. legitimately yeah legitimately yeah. like he was part of a time in football where they were like okay we're gonna have to start doing something about these <laughs> yeah. guys. um kanoi kennedy was scary out there also the buffs got a player this year named demoy kennedy and i was convinced they had to be related yeah but i don't think they. no are. dang
1: I, yeah you can't name somebody a name that rhymes with a relative you definitely can what about mike and ike <laughs> But again, everybody laughs when they hear it. <laughs> Mike and Ike. What's their last name? I don't know. What is Ike short for? <laughs> Mike. Isaac. That would be very short. Isaac, yeah. Is it really?
0: Yep. yep oh, there yeah, there you go. That makes sense. Um, Michael you, and Isaac. I think you could have rhyming names. You definitely can. Jake.
1: <laughs> the snake. I'm the um, <laughs> ja- <laughs> What? There's got to be something that rhymes with Jake. Drake. Drake, Drake yeah. and Jake yeah that works oh drake and jake but that, Wasn't just that, that, a show?
3: that was a show i
1: feel it's like every drake and josh, uh, uh, drake
0: and josh every yeah. gen z is named like the end of it is aiden so it's like braden and hayden oh that is true kaden and jaden yeah
2: wow, never you mind just keep going
3: that's yeah. impressive zaden <laughs> yeah,
0: names aren't names <laughs> anymore you just go straight aiden A.
3: that is a name yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I love that. There was one more thing in this comment that, oh, do you find it interesting that the Broncos' new big partner, Centura Health, Centura Health has deals with Peyton Manning and with Russell Wilson. Interesting. I think that's coincidence? No. Because also when they announced it, they had, (laughs) Centura, when they put their video out announcing it, they had Peyton and Russ in the video.
1: You know, when you have that stuff going on and you have like this is the biggest deal in franchise history or whatever, they've they've just got to be blowing so much money. So
3: uh, probably our insurance paying for it. I mean, our insurance. I don't know about ours specifically. Mm, Probably not. not, But like insurance
1: in general. So you would think they'd set everything at like the profit maximizing cost. So what they spent on marketing wouldn't change it. Mm. It would just change their profits. Ah, uh, yes yeah, Which means yeah, which I guess for tax purposes this is above our heads the <laughs> profits out.
3: I trust you, Hank.
1: Econ degree. <laughs> oh oh yeah.
3: qualified. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that really is some qualified information. Yeah. Health
1: stuff is weird though. I mean they've gotta be paying insurance is weird. Because you have really to have it. It is weird.
3: Yeah, you do. <laughs> which changes the dynamic. Well a now little. you don't have it's to have really it. It's not really insurance at that point. Oh, report? do you not? I don't think so anymore. I think you do. You do? You gotta have car insurance to drive. You do. Yep. Got to have...
1: I think those are the two. Those are the two? Yeah.
3: Unless you have a motorcycle. Then you have to have oh, motorcycle there you go. Insurance. Yeah, if you have a motorcycle, there you go. <laughs> Same thing. We got <laughs> one more comment coming in from Fraser 8 says, what's up, guys? Wanted to get y'all's thoughts on the punter situation. Let's go. Punter talk. So far, with all the evidence showing Matt Areza actually being innocent, if it turns out that he actually did nothing wrong and it was all lies, how would you feel about bringing him in? Thanks, guys. Wow, I don't know. So this is one that I haven't followed through with too much.
1: Um, I just haven't. I've seen some things that are like, well, yeah, he wasn't there, but he was whatever. So I don't really know. Yeah. But if you can just put all that aside and say he's a great guy and like, uh, like he's going to heaven, and also he's the best punter alive, like, of course you sign him.
0: Yeah, I don't I, I'd have to take the time to, inve- like, exactly. gather more information on the situation before having a take because I don't, there's not really a place where you should just be throwing out takes that are uninformed. Yeah. Um. I'll say this the Broncos should absolutely be looking into improving their punter situation one way or the other.
3: And uh, with this, even if he, uh, I think it, over the weekend or last week, San Diego State said that they've conducted their investigation and and don't didn't find any wrongdoings from him. I think the law also said that he wasn't actually there um when it when, when it was committed, but with any situation like this, whoever signs him is also going to be doing extensive uh, research yeah. of their own into this um and uh, if he wasn't there and and he was not involved in this, he will be in
0: the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. And if he actually wasn't there and actually wasn't involved in this. He deserves to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, a- a- absolutely. What was his nickname?
3: Punter God? Punt God. Punt, punt God. Yeah, so he was really good. He was. Um, so that that's just something worth following, probably over the leading up to a training camp, I think is probably when teams will really be doing their due diligence on that.
0: Who is the Broncos punter right now? It is. Come on. Uh, you know who it is. <laughs> Is it still uh No, coreless? not still.
3: No. Not still. Well. No, he's gone. Right, right, right. But I'm thinking.
0: Oh, Riley Dixon. Yeah. There, there we go. you go. Oh,
3: no, we're good. <laughs> um, and we have a super chat coming in from Greg S. Says, going to have to argue with the day in a life vids. Also, love the non-Broncos talk. It's truly entertaining, LMAO, especially during the
0: off season. I really do want to see how someone fills a dishwasher in one day. Man,
3: I just... I paid attention to it this weekend. I don't know how you guys don't. I don't even come close. I mean... How many plates do you use at dinner? So, oh, so I was thinking about this. So, we eat pretty much, except on the weekends, every meal in. And... uh, my fiance cooks the meals so we get you know she's using a cutting board we throw that in mm-hmm. there she's using nice and a thin plate. really
0: only takes up a little, a little area. Yeah, Slide down it, the edge. It, yeah, yeah
3: yeah yeah but then you know then you have a salad a side salad so that's a bowl okay and then you have your pasta so that's bowls another bowl. really
0: do take up a lot of room in there they do yeah, they do and
3: we do use bowls i mean plates as well yeah. um but then boom there you go wait oh. I thought we were going for another yeah. like five minutes. Here. <laughs> well, it's so like one plate,
0: one bowl, and a cutting board. There you go. It's full. <laughs> no, two plates,
3: two bowls. Okay. And that's just dinner. That's just covering dinner. Well, then, like there's like a pot, right? You had to cook the soup. Well, but actually, that should be hand clean. Yeah, you got to hand clean those. So I can't even. I can't oh. take room there. Oh, but then you have a strainer, Whoops. and you're like, well, I'm just. It's pretty full anyway, so I'm just gonna throw the this. What did in
0: we there. strain? Pasta. Um, yeah.
3: yeah. Okay. Maybe some other things. What? I don't
0: know. There's other things the too, like broccoli
3: or something, and like the broccoli bits get on it, and then just they like, dry, you're just and like it's
0: rinsing it. Is that what, in the strainer? Yeah,
3: I think. Okay. That doesn't end up there every day. But then, of course, like I said last week, we have the uh, uh, blender uh, container, not that, the hardwood, not the hardware stuff. Um, and People then, on you Twitter know, really thought I was dumb. Yeah, yeah. they did. I even got to, someone slide in my DMs. Saying, I can't believe Henry thought you put the entire. He did not think that. He just asked.
1: I, I thought you didn't, which is why I don't blend theme things because it seems so inconvenient to clean that little bottom part and honestly the top part too. But then when I had heard that you, the way I had heard that maybe you could,
0: I was like, well, I might be a smoothie guy. Mm, why don't? You don't have to clean the bottom part, really.
3: Yeah, I don't know what bottom part you're thinking of. Well, again, it doesn't like, get
0: dirty. No. I just don't do
3: it, so I wouldn't know that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like it should. Because Henry
3: just th- thinks when you blend things, the stuff, the smoothie, comes out of the bottom and just leaks all over the machine and on the... Uh, the uh, Counter? Yeah, the counter. Mm-hmm. That's not what happens. It stays in.
1: Yep. Yeah, maybe I'll find out someday. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you will. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> yeah, I'm still. It's still not adding up for me. So there. I need video evidence. Like, you let's to get install
3: a, a time lapse. Yes, the time
0: lapse of your. <laughs> it is crazy that you guys are eating three meals a day at home. Props for that. Yeah. I, props to her. Yeah. <laughs> or
3: else I don't think I. Or I would just be eating pasta every night.
0: Yeah. In college, I
3: would do that. I would just have one meal that lasts me a whole week. Oh. So like meal one for me today. Yeah.
0: A banana. No dishes. Yeah. That exactly. No dishes. <laughs>
3: That's not a meal
0: though. <laughs> that's, that's good enough for meal. that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I guess you could count this coffee as part of the meal. Yeah. That's probably a lot of people's breakfast. You going to yeah. save that cup?
1: No. So you can just that's that's not getting washed. Yeah,
0: unfortunately. That's yeah. True.
1: That is washed. a shame. Yeah. It'd be nice.
0: Yeah. Cuz like Starbucks will do like you can use a reusable cup yeah. for like normal coffee.
2: Oh, yeah. but they not should like do it for
3: cold-crafted cold drinks. For cold brew would be so simple. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could even hold it for them. Totally. You could like reach over and they yeah. just they hey, just hit the help? thing. <laughs> they should just have an outward facing tap. You just <laughs> yes. walk in. And oh, oh man!
1: They should do it like uh, like s- those. Uh Frozen yogurt places. That's oh. what they thinking. You just kind of go please and you just kind of make your own and then you show them at the end. It's just like, so oh. essentially,
3: all of Starbucks drinks are pre made and you get to go through the line and pull the lever on them. Yeah. That's like, we're oh, taking people's like, jobs. <laughs> there's like some whipped <laughs> cream true. or like, oh, a little
1: bit of the chocolate stuff or like, oh, those little cookie pieces. It is, Man, I mean, that's true. coffee turns into dessert quickly. Oh, easily. So quickly. yeah, that's it when is a- It's at its best. 90% of the things on the menu, dessert.
0: Yep. It's 11 a.m. I've added zero dishes to the dishwasher. Yeah. Wow. So I already have. I did bring up a, a pre like a uh, pre-made salad mm. in a, you know, a little container. So that's going in the dishwasher when I get okay. home
3: from work. Okay. So that'll be one yep. from lunch and yep. breakfast. Yep. So
0: I
1: just get like the bag of like the iceberg lettuce. Just gravel out, throw it in the bowl, little ranch.
3: Mm-hmm. That's a bowl though.
1: Yep. So a, there's there's a, a, bowl bowl. And a
3: bowl and a fork. Wait, is that breakfast?
1: No. <laughs>
3: okay, good. Good.
1: It's like the middle. But then uh, <clears throat> like for dinner, it's just you take like a frozen piece of chicken, a frozen piece of fish, you got a lot of frozen things, just throw it in the air fryer. Yep. Bang. Pull it out, put it on a plate.
4: Dinner.
0: Yeah, I was thinking have you tried like putting all of your dinner on a plate? You know, you've got like your meat, the well, you side Well, you and, know this about me. I can't have the food's
3: touch, especially oh. like pasta sauce. It gets just a little bit watery. Um, and then it kind of just in the pasta itself kind of melts into the plate and so does the sauce and then you get the watery sauce and then it goes into the salad that's next to it. Plus the salad dressing is then going into the pasta kind and of then, all good mixed together. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> no. Just looking at it grosses me out.
0: Yeah. Like you get a little bite of Parmesan on your, uh, on your salad and like there's just a little, little, little bit of pasta sauce. No, on there, and That tastes good. No, Do you let no. your food touch at Thanksgiving?
3: I try not to. Okay. I try not to, because
1: I feel like I kind of just like put gravy on everything. Like it all just, all those foods go together. Because like the the stuffing comes out of the
3: turkey, and so it's like I would never do gravy like this on a plate. If I'm putting it on everything, I'm putting it on the mashed potatoes, then I'm putting it on the turkey.
0: My favorite part of mashed potatoes and gravy is making a little hole in the mashed potatoes. Yeah. to fill it. With yeah, gravy. Volcano. I do. I do have
3: that. T- <laughs> and then you put the peas on top as the swimmers. No, as the swimmers. No. no. Oh, no. No peas it'd be cool for if me. there was a thing that like interacts with gravy in a way chemically <laughs> that
1: makes it like a, a volcano. volcano. <laughs> yeah. Or like, what if it just happened to be. That butter and gravy <laughs> interacted like that it's like oh this is... and every time it starts
3: steaming what if it did that every time it just like bubble up what would be even crazier is if what if that seems
0: like you shouldn't eat it if it does that what if that chemical True.
3: reaction started for everyone this year
0: But people didn't know until
3: like Thanksgiving. And then everyone's going crazy.
0: Just turned out like the cows all started (laughs) eating like this crazy new thing. (laughs) It's it's time to end this podcast. Probably. We've jumped the shark on this one. All right. That's going to wrap it up for us today. Love you guys for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow.
2: Take